Welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly, and I am an educator and future holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others, like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut, literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Listening to Your Gut podcast. I am coming to you at about 4 p.m. on the night before this episode releases, or really the night of this episode releasing, I should say. Um, at, at midnight, this this episode will release. Um, and my my my, what what a weekend it has been. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, I uh, had an unexpected um, visit to the the dog emergency room this weekend. Uh, Riley, one of our three pups, the first dog that uh, Jeremy and I got together as a couple, um, she. She rapidly was declining in her health over the past week, and uh, I wasn't home enough to to notice how bad it was getting until Friday when um, I was home all day. And uh, long story short, she, um, I mean, she was at death's door practically. Um, th- thankfully, I noticed some signs uh, that prompted me to take her in and she's currently um at the vet hospital um see you know getting 24-hour uh care the the vet that she's at is just absolutely phenomenal they're um pretty pretty well respected here in the central ohio area and so anyways she is getting um all the treatment she needs we found out that she um does actually have Addison's disease, which is an autoimmune condition that I know a decent amount about. Uh, it is um, it affects your adrenals, and so she, her adrenals are just completely shot. So, um, you know, there's lots of reasons for that. I I'm not going to go into that because this podcast is not about that um, today. But um, you know, I I'm just so thankful for. Um, for the doctors that are taking care of her and, uh, and just so thankful for all of you who have reached out. Um, it means the world to me and I appreciate you and I love you so much for, for keeping Riley in your thoughts and prayers. She is definitely on the mend and, uh, hopefully she will be coming home tomorrow. Um, the day that this podcast episode releases. So, um, you know, we're praying and and have our fingers crossed for that. But uh, just wanted to say thank you and, and also to give you an update on, on Riley. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster of a weekend nonetheless. But um, we're going to go ahead and switch gears and get right into today's episode. So uh, last week we focused on what, what does wellness mean, right? And we talked about the seven dimensions um, of wellness. And um, those are really the core components that I believe, um, impact our overall 
well-being. Um, and so we're going to get into, you know, today the difference between wellness and well-being. But before we do that, I told you last week that I was going to take the survey that um, that I had put in the show notes and uh, I wanted to share with you my results from that. So um, if you haven't already taken it, I highly recommend it. Um, and, you know, if, if you find another wellness survey out there that you want to take, or if you want to do, you know, my paper pencil suggestion that I mentioned um, in the previous episode, you can do that as well, um, just to give you kind of an, an idea of um, where you're at. Um, I think I think it's hugely beneficial. So, um, yeah, so my survey results. Well, first off, in the survey that I had linked um, in last week's show notes, um, It was, of course, a wellness quiz, and uh, this one had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven components. Um, They weren't 100% um, aligned to the seven um, dimensions of well-being that I that I shared with you last week, but they're they're all pretty close, Um, and so. um, This one had a series of questions. Each one had about. Uh, six or seven questions each um, that you answered on a scale of one to five, five being, you know, most, most likely to describe you one being the least. Um, And so um, with that, I found that my highest, um, my highest scores were in, uh, let's see here, my highest scores were in physical wellness, I had had a 40, um, 40 point value there. Um, and my lowest was in, uh, social. I had, um, 17, 17 points there. And, um, so again, the, the dimensions of this one were actually emotional, intellectual, social, physical, spiritual, occupational, and environmental. Um, so all in all, I had, I feel like a pretty well-balanced, um, uh, you know, score in, in each of the dimensions, um, except for that social, which, you know, like I mentioned last week, I am more of an introvert. I'm more of a hermit. Um, I just like my, my peace and my quiet and, uh, keeping to myself. Um, but of course, you know, being a teacher, I also love being with, with people, um, you know, for a period of time and, uh, you know, I love being with family too. So, um, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you just are totally a recluse. Um, <laughs> that is, that's not, not the case. Um, but yeah, I think taking this survey definitely showed me that, you know, uh, I could do some things to to up that score in the social department, um, being that it was a 17. That was my lowest score. It was the only score in the teens. All my other scores were, you know, 26, 25, 24, several 27s. Um, and then, you know, of course, that that uh, physical one um, was a 40. Um, and, you know, physical well-being, there were questions um, in there that asked things like, well, actually, I'll pull it up and I'll share it with you. Um, there were things like, let's see. Um, you know, I understand the seriousness of eating disorders. Um, I regularly exercise, um, for 20 to 30 minutes, three times per week. I know ways to handle stress. Um, I don't smoke. I get enough sleep. 
Um, I don't abuse alcohol or binge drink. So um, those weren't all of the questions, but those were a, a fair um, amount of them. And so, you know, I, I uh, pride myself on those things because I, you know, of course, if you know, you know, I, I did at one point in time deal with an eating disorder um, back in high school and the beginning of college. And so, you know, I, I know um, how detrimental those things are to your overall health. And, uh, and being uh, a future holistic nutritionist, you know, a nutritionist in training, um, I understand the, the impact of even what might seem like the smallest, um, the smallest things, how, how much they can impact our overall health and, uh, and wellness. So, so yeah, so that was my, those were my, um, breakdown of my scores. Like I said, um, a lot of them in the, in the mid twenties, my lowest of course was in social and my highest in physical health, um, physical wellness. Um, and then they have at the bottom of this particular quiz, um, if you choose to do it, they have a little, um, rating range. And so, um, I'll just share with you a little bit about that. Um, if you score, so if you add all of your, your points up together for those seven different areas of wellness, um, if you score within the 176 to 225 range, you're considered to be in the well-balanced range of overall wellness. If you score within the 125 to 175 range, you're considered to be well in some areas, but you can improve in others. And if you score below 125, um, then you tend to have some uh, unhealthy habits and, um, and you know, obviously uh, should consider, you know, your lifestyle and, and what changes you could make to, to increase that. So, um, yeah. So if you, you haven't already taken that wellness quiz, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, like everything in life, it's not the end all be all right, but it is definitely something that can give you some insight into, you know, just some things that you might want to be aware of and, and even, uh, might prompt you to make some, some different lifestyle choices for yourself. So, um, just wanted to, you know, share that with you. Like I, I said I would, but, uh, for today's episode, we are going to get into, um, the difference between wellness and well-being. So I wanted to talk about that. Now, um, the Global Institute of Wellness, um, states that wellness is really focusing on the intention and the action and activity. So really your choices, um, that you, that you choose to make for yourself um, that determine your wellness. Um, and of course, we talked about the seven dimension, dimensions of wellness last time. So, um, you know, going back to those, if you don't remember, those that I defined were physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, environmental, and financial. Um, and of course, depending on who you talk to or where you look, um, those might vary a little bit. There might be a couple extra um, dimensions of wellness that are woven into certain um, groups or organizations that that you look into on this particular topic. But I came up with the the seven that I feel are are most impactful um, for I think the the average person. <laughs>
I wanted to let you in on the best skincare line I have ever used. That is 100% plant-based, organic, cruelty-free, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Skin Essence Organics is a Canadian-based company that sells their products both in the U.S. and Canada. As I mentioned, their products are all plant-based and contain no harmful toxins. They smell great, feel great, and last an insanely long time. I have had some of my products for over six months, and I use them every day. One of my favorite products is the facial in a jar. It is an exfoliant and softening mask. You simply put a pinch of the powder and a few drops of water into your hand to make the most amazing smelling mask ever. If you are ready to switch over your skincare products and support your body and the environment, I've got your back. You can get 15% off your next order when you use my code KELLY15. That's K-E-L-L-Y 15. Feel free to DM me on Instagram with any questions you have at Kelly underscore Bluth. Again, the code to save you on these amazing products at Skin Essence Organics is Kelly15. All right, now let's get back to the episode. So again, wellness is really the intention, the actions, and the activities, or your choices, your overall choices, that factor into your overall well-being. So well-being, right? So I just said that well-being is really your the perception of a state of being, right? Um, it's it's the feelings that you get, right? It's the happiness that you have overall. Um, and the way I think of well-being is really it's it is the product of your overall wellness. If you are not well um, in terms of the the seven dimensions of wellness, if if you are not well balanced there, then your overall well-being is not going to be optimal, if that makes sense. So really in my eyes, the the connection between wellness and well-being is that without you really focusing on strengthening the seven dimensions of wellness for yourself, your well-being is not going to be optimal. Okay? And an example of that would be, you know, let's take the pandemic for example. During the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs. And in fact, you know, people still continue to lose their jobs due to just, you know, layoffs, not needing as many workers because, you know, sales are going down and whatnot. Um, Jeremy's a good example of that. He was let go of his job in March of 2020 uh, amidst the pandemic. And, um, you know, it, it fortunately turned out to be a really great thing for him because he found Amazon and and absolutely loves it there and is thriving there. But, uh, you know, for a while that threw us for a loop. Um, you know, he, he didn't have a job, so he was unemployed and, and thankfully I was employed, um, and, you know, could, could keep us afloat, but, uh, that, that financial, uh, wellness aspect, you know, was in jeopardy at the time for both of us. And, 
So, you know, it's, it's important that we recognize these things, right? And we were, like I said, thankful, thankfully um, able to, to get back on track. Jeremy was able to find a place to work. Like I said, he, he loves where he's at now. Um, so I'm super grateful for that. Um, but for a while it was rocky and he and I both, I, I know for certain had a dip in our financial, uh, wellness. You know, we, we weren't feeling solid. We weren't feeling secure in that department. Um, and, and rightly so. And I know a lot of people can resonate with that. So that, that overall, you know, affected our well being, right? Because we were stressed and worried about, um, our finances, you know, that affected our mental health, our emotional health, our, our physical health to some extent. Because, you know, for Jeremy, for example, he was home a lot more. So he um, was doing a lot more of job searching and, and less time focusing really on, um, you know, his, his nutrition and uh, getting out and, and moving his body. So, I just want to share that as an example because it, I think it does a really great job of, of showing how both the factors, the dimensions, if you will, of wellness really do truly coincide with, with your overall well-being. And, uh, you know, you got to make sure that, that you're focusing on those seven key dimensions of wellness and that they're, you know, not necessarily in their, their peak, um, they're, they're the top tip top shape, right. But that they're in a a relatively, um, uh, optimal state of being so that you can function your, your very best as, as a human being. So I I also wanted to just share with you, I, I thought this was really interesting. Um, as a side tangent, uh, there was a study actually done, by uh, WebMD's health services, and they found that actually 60% of the study participants said that employers, um, that they felt employers hadn't done enough to provide them with support for their overall physical and mental health during the pandemic. And I, I think that's just important to mention because, you know, we, we as human beings are the driving force for for daily life, right? For uh, the daily interactions that take place amongst businesses. And so if we are not um, feeling like we are being taken care of, um, we we run the risk of jeopardizing our health and, and then therefore jeopardizing the the overall positive impact that you know companies um, can have on on the world. Um, and on society just in general. So I, I think it's important for me to share that that statistic because, you know, there I know there are some people out there that feel like they are are just hanging on by a thread and and really wish that their their employers would would support them um, better. So if if I could say anything to that, it would be that, you know, please make sure that you are, are advocating for yourself and for others at your your place of employment. I know um, in education we're pretty on top of things um, in terms of our overall health and wellness. Um, so I'm, I'm blessed for that. That we've had a lot of of support um, in 
you know, regulating our overall wellness, um, in my, my profession, but I, I know that not everybody can say that. Um, so please just make sure that you are advocating for yourself and for those, um, that you work with so that you can get the best, you know, support for you and, and for your coworkers. And I know this is a slightly shorter episode than sometimes you're used to hearing from me, but uh, I really just wanted to, to touch on that today, to just focus on, you know, what is the difference or how are they connected, uh, right, between wellness and well-being. And so hopefully now you know you can walk away knowing that, you know, your wellness is really your choices um, and and those seven key dimensions of overall wellness really impact your your overall well-being. They are they are separate wellness and well-being, but they are definitely 100% connected to each other and without your wellness being in check, uh your well-being is not going to be optimal. So with that being said, I just hope that you have an amazing week ahead. I hope that you take the time to really evaluate and assess your wellness and how that's affecting your well-being. And if you'd like to chat about any of this, as always, you know, I am an open book. You can 100% reach out to me in my DMs on Instagram. I am at Kelly underscore Bluth. That is also in the show notes. So um, if you want to just click on that, you can head on over to my DMs and we can chat it up as well. I just felt this was a really timely episode to put out there into the world. I hope that you resonate with it. And I just really feel that right now, as we end the year 2021 and get ready to bring in a new year, that this is just a great time to really assess our overall wellness and how we can positively impact our well-being moving into a new year. So With that being said, make sure you stay tuned for uh, a little announcement that I have coming up right after this. Um, You don't want to miss it, so stay tuned. If you are a woman that is interested in having a place to connect, inspire, and support other like-minded women, the Listening to Your Gut podcast Facebook community is the place for you. Next month, December of 2021, we will be doing a challenge called The Final Countdown. This is a fun mind, body, and soul challenge. We will use a bingo board with lots of activities that are simple yet effective in taking care of your whole body. Tangible prizes will be awarded to all who participate. Make sure you use the link in my bio on IG or the link in the show notes to gain access to the free Facebook community so that you can participate next month. Also, make sure you tell a friend about the community and our challenge too. The more that participate, the merrier. With this challenge, we will be setting ourselves up to ring in the new year on a positive note. Okay, before I let you go, I wanted to ask a favor of you. If this podcast resonates with you, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute or two and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, and that will therefore allow me to impact more people like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so that I can personally thank you. 
I am so grateful for you and I look forward to continuing on this journey together. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you and I'll talk to you soon.